With another week past us, we conclude game week 26. What a big week we had. And we had a lot of the top six teams really showing their dominance. We also got to witness the downfall of a very big team that we'll get to uh, later on in the podcast. Thank you for listening to Above the Pitch. Uh, I'm Mike, and I'm with Floro. And we're going to start you off with the big game up front, Man United versus Fulham. Man United victorious 3-0, and the man of the match, Paul Pogba. What do you think about Paul? He's the best player in Man United right now. Probably the best midfielder in the Premier League right now. Oh, that's a pretty bold, bold statement, Is huh? it a bold statement, though? Jimmy Carragher thought he wasn't going to get any better when Mourinho left. But since he left, in 10 games, he has 8 goals and 5 assists. In 10 games. I think that's pretty impressive. I got to tell you, I mean, he's just making it look easy out there. He's just showing his true class. I mean, he's just throwing people off of him, using his pure strength to get to the bo- to get by them. Being inside the box, making that box run where you could just head the ball in. Yeah. His first goal, fantastic. Getting in the box, left foot, weak foot, terrible angle. Just makes it happen. Caught the goalie out. The goalie thought he was going to go across the box. Mm -hmm. You know, you have have to be confident. Take that shot, close corner, and you're weak of foot. Poor Sergio Rico. Yeah, he has has a rough time. You know, it's a Fulham goalkeeper. (laughs) (laughs) Once you sign up, you already know. (laughs) Once you sign up, yeah, you already know. You get a bonus for having one clean sheet. (laughs) (sighs) He, he's let in so many goals this year. I mean, he, every time he gets scored on, he just looks so sad, and you feel bad for him. Yeah. And then, you know, Martial showing true class. I mean, his goal is practically a solo goal. Um, he was just phenomenal. I mean, he does this time and time again. He just has some injury issues, um, and I feel like if he'd stay in more, have the same manager, have more belief in him, I mean, he would turn into... A monster on the yeah, pitch. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty upset after the loss to PSG and him getting injured, so that, that hurt, definitely hurts the team. But uh, Juan Mata was talking with uh, at the press conference, and he said, you know, when Martial's in the team, uh, the team plays better. The team is a lot better with him in the team. He said everybody loves to play with him. Everybody loves to give him the ball. When he's in, was in, when he's in the team, we're definitely the, 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 at the, the deadliest form we're in. So he's definitely a huge contribution to our team. And, and then to seal it off, we had the Paul Pogba penalty. Right. Uh, right right lower corner. You know, I don't think Sergio Rico was close to getting it, but was going to get it. Side netting. Yeah. I mean, he uh, had great placement. Uh, another dominant performance. And the uh, Solskjaer and the boys uh, stay strong, giving them to be in fourth place now. Yeah. Uh, we, we Hopefully we can secure that spot. You know, we definitely deserve to be in the fourth place spot, even after having our team not playing for the first half of the season. I think we're definitely showing that we're better than Chelsea and Arsenal by a large margin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think maybe if we had a good start to the season, we would maybe be second or third. Well, here's the thing. I think it's a fair point to say, and we'll get more into it later. What we have noticed is Man United and Chelsea doing the exact opposite. So at this point, where they stand, it's fair because they're practically even. Chelsea had a hot start. They were being talked about winning the league and then started declining, whereas Man United start with decline and now they're on the up. So, you know, Man United sitting at 51 and Chelsea at 50, I think that's a fair kind of end point at game week 26. Yeah, uh, actually, I feel like Chelsea should be a little bit lower. They've had a couple of games where, you know, they pulled it out through the skin of their teeth. Um, Uh, But I feel like every team has that. Yeah, yeah, of course. But I think them and Tottenham mostly have been pulling games out by the skin of their teeth. I I would say this to be fair about Chelsea at least. When they don't deserve to win, they really don't win. 
You know what I mean? It's true. they don't really I get mean, like those late winners. Yeah, I and mean, it's more of a Spurs thing that they've. Been yeah, doing. now they get scored on once, and if they don't score or they don't play well, and they score on again, they kind of give up the game. Yeah, and again, we'll get back into that a little more. Yeah. I don't want to delve too much into Chelsea. Moving on, we had a Crystal Palace West Ham one one, going back to Barnes and Noble. Mark Noble put it in the penalty. He first just, goal of the season. He's like wine, gets better with age. I don't know. That's no, I'm just true. kidding. He just yeah. kind of stands there and waits for the penalty to happen. Yeah, I mean, he's just—he's like that character you need to have in your team. Yeah, I mean, he is a he's leader. He's the heart and soul. So. That's why they have him in the team. Sort of like Jordan Henderson. Um, They're the same I have some player. thoughts about Jordan Henderson. I wouldn't say so. Yeah. I think he... he... Let me just put it this way. <laughs> Jordan Henderson is definitely not the best player on our team. He's definitely not even yeah. close he's to like the He's like Ashley Young. He got heart and soul. That's what I'm saying. He's yeah. the heart and soul of the team. Yeah. I like him because of that. Not everyone's going to be the best player. Right, exactly. So, you get stick. That's right. So, And then we had Wilfred Zaha just pulling out magic for no reason like he usually does. You know, it was a deflection, but I mean, who would have even thought about taking that shot from that angle? I think it would be two goals in three games for him, which is good, you know, after having a big goal drought. Right. Yeah, he's he's doing well. I mean, it, the thing with Zaha is, is the statistics don't really show. Yeah. Uh, just because... He gets fouled in the box all the time. Yeah, I mean, you know, and Crystal Palace is not a goal-scoring machine, but if you really watch him, his individual play is just... It's really phenomenal, and I I feel like he deserves to get the transfer this summer. But he I like loves to see him Crystal move on. Palace. Well, I mean, he needs to grow. He's at that point where he's doing really well. He should capitalize on that. Man United, like I said. Yeah, definitely not that part. But, yeah, he should totally capitalize. Where is he going to go? He can go to Spurs. Why? Because Spurs need someone. He'd be great for Spurs. I mean, he could play all top three That's spots. That's true. They do need a left winger. Harry Kane is out. You put Zaha. All right. Harry Kane is in. You put but him in But then that means Mora. I'd have to like somebody on Spurs. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry to hear. But it's just Spurs. He's anyway. a good fit. Yeah, it is. He is a good fit for them. And he's 26. So, I mean, if he waits any longer, I mean, it's going to be over. That's true. So he probably has he's another good four time. years of playing very well. No, the players have until they're 33. Okay, that's fair. Twenty nine is when you hit your prime. That's when the that's when you're in your prime. Aaron Ramsey knows that he's getting paid. He's the top fifth most uh, expensive football <laughs> that's in the world crazy. now. Yeah, Aaron Ramsey. Can right. you believe that? Isn't that crazy? Jesus, I never thought you'd get paid that much sitting on the bench. He's gonna play for you at this. He's gonna you start. Think so? Yeah, one hundred percent. Who do they have? Emery Chan. Emery Chan is gonna wave to him. Pjanic. Kadira. I mean, Pjanic. They'll probably they take Kadira's spot. They get injured all the yeah. time, and they're in a lot of competitions, so I can yeah. see that. Then we had Arsenal, Huddersfield, Alex Awobi. Pretty good technique on the volley. He had a little bit of luck on that yeah, one, though. Had a good bounce. Uh, so he scores the first. Then a great ball across net by Maitland Niles, the youngster. Yeah, he had a good game. He, he's he been playing well every time he gets a chance. Un- un- until they versed, uh, was it, Borsnov or Brett? The Wi-Fi team. B-A-T-E? B-A-T-E? Yeah, he had a terrible game against them. Yeah. But we don't talk about the electricians. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't talk about that. Uh, and then uh, Alexander Lacazette connecting at the end of that pass uh, to give them a two a two zero, and right at the end, you know Kolasinic just he was kind of feeling a little lonely. You know he wasn't really involved, so he said, you know what, I'm gonna score for Huddersfield. Yep. And there I mean, you have a game it. like that shouldn't be close. It's Huddersfield. Everybody's been all the top six have been scoring four past them. You know in Arsenal, you know doing Arsenal things, making it look close. 
Yeah, you know, it just goes to show again, Arsenal have a few issues to kind of iron out, and one of the big ones is their defenders, and they need to figure out what the heck's going on with that, because, I don't know, if you ask me, I think Kolasinic needs to And Mustafi. Move on. They need to change the whole back line, except yeah. for Monreal. And Shelly's old now. He's not bad, though. I know, it's okay, I'm just yeah. saying. He's not. He's going to be like John Terry at the end of his career, God. except John Terry lasted way longer. Yeah, because John Terry was one of the best defenders ever. Oh, of course. Um, yeah. So, you know... Just keep Monreal and maybe Bellerin. Get rid of everybody else. Yeah, I agree. The two Spaniards. Oh, and, well, they have holding, so it'll be nice when he comes back. Yeah. Well, um... Yeah, I mean, Mustafi and Kolasinic... I think he keeps Socrates. Socrates is solid. Oh, he's awesome. So just get rid of Mustafi and... I'd say if they get one center back to help help them out, it would kind of come together very Mm -hmm. well. I mean, they have growing Mavropanos. And they have Maitland-Niles now. Yeah, I think they wanted to play as a a right back. He's 21. Yeah, he's young. You know that? Yeah, he's young. He's Jamaican. Jamaican English, obviously. So, yeah, 2-1 victory from Arsenal. Uh, moving on was Liverpool-Bournemouth, 3-0. What a game. I really love watching it. You know, I have to say, starting before the game started, I was a little nervous. I, I wasn't nervous at all this whole season. I've been very confident in Liverpool. Which is wrong of you. I think that was pretty right of me. I think it was pretty wrong of me. So, but I was slightly nervous because I was like, this game is actually pretty big. It's a big It's going to show a shift in our play. Mm-hmm. And we got to keep the momentum going if we're going to keep it up. And we opened the score with Mane, header. Mm-hmm. Um, it was either a cross or a set a piece. Okay. From the right side. And then, what a goal by Genie Wijnaldum. Yeah, man. He's your, he's your favorite. I love him. Yeah. He's nice great. little chip over the goalie right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. He was... Stuck I, his foot out. I mean, the way he thought about it. that yeah. in that moment was fantastic. Good goal. It was a good goal. You know, I think Genie is just... He's an engine. He's like Milner, but a lot more attacking-minded. Yeah. He really adds to the top. He can be a little creative, too. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, you know, uh, you could see... During the gameplay, he can push up and he'll even be pressing against the center backs at some points where, you know, most center midfielders on our team are going to sit more back. So he's just really all over the place and he showed some really good class. And I'm really confident in Wijnaldum. I don't think we need to replace him at all. I think we should help him out in that midfield and just keep it nice and strong. You know, get Keita better. Um, finally pick a CDM because I know we've been f- flopping right. Fabinho a little uh, bit. I think Fabinho should be your CDM and maybe Keita be your guy that's sort of like Wijnaldum. You have two of those guys, like yeah. Wijnaldum and Keita. They're kind of similar. No? Not going to delve into this too much because yeah. we'll have an episode about Champions League. Right. Um, but today I did watch the Liverpool uh, Champions League game against Bayern. And I have to tell you, I'm extremely impressed about Fabinho's playing in center back. Well, uh, Mar- uh, not Mourinho. Um, Pep played uh, Fernandinho as a center back against Chelsea. And uh, F- uh, Fernandinho and Fabinho are basically the same player, you know? Yeah, but here's the thing. I-, I think that's a different scenario because when you put Fernandinho in the back four, you're doing a rotational play during the game where he's sitting back, but then he moves forward and then they close up the gap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, like, they kind of turn into like a five back, but then Fernandinho can push up and turn into a four well, or they a turn three. In, they turn into a, a two back. Yeah, so you yeah. know what I mean? It's not like he's like a pure center back or right, all, right, all right. and out. Like He will transition to a midfielder mid-play. Right, tight pressure. Whereas 
And again, I don't want to get too far into it. Whereas against Bayern, Fabinho was a sole center back. Right. Because they, they, they can't. Him and Matip stuck to it. They, yeah, they can't do that against uh, And Bayern. you know what? Going against Lewandowski, mm-hmm. he made it look like he's been doing this for a while. Yeah. I mean, let's not go into it. But he was caught out a couple of times. Uh, but yeah. I, he, he impressed me. I think he played really well. Could we see him as, you know, a shape-shifting player where some games he plays CDM, some games he plays center back? Honestly, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, you know, obviously he's always a choice, but I'm saying like even when everybody's healthy, I wouldn't mind putting him as center right. back some games. I mean, Matip had a good game. Awesome game. Yeah. So, but we'll, we'll talk about that next podcast. And, but you know what? Even against Mormouth, Matip had a good game. So that's yes. the I mean, every time he's played, he's had a good game. I'm really happy about it because I've been waiting a long time for him to start playing well. He's had a few seasons. They've been rocky. He's had injuries. Uh, then again, you know, you put him against Lovren, and Lovren's going well, to make everybody the, next to him even worse. Goal. Yeah, you have Lovren. You could just say everybody next to him is just worse. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and I I do like how he's really fitting into the team, but Matip is also a really good passer. Mm-hmm. He's really able to distribute. We never really had that in the past few years. We struggle enough to have a center back that defended, but now we even have center backs that are distributing the ball, you know, Van Dyke and Mata. And your center backs can now actually pass to the left and to the right. You know, you don't have Moreno on the left anymore. And right. On the right, you had Klein, but, you know. I'm Mata used to Sacco pa- stumbling over his left. legs. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, you definitely have a calmer back four. And then the final goal to make it three was Salah's goal. It just showed such a good team play. The top three reminded me of last season in Champions League. Firmino with the backflip in the box to Salah, and Salah puts it on his left foot to the bottom corner. Liverpool could have had six this game. They could have had seven. They could have eight. They could have demolished Bournemouth like they usually do. I mean, 3-0 is still a demolishment. Um, but you guys definitely needed this this win after, you know, your, your rocky two games before that. Right. And it's so funny. It's like the first season where ties are rocky for us. I'm not yeah. used to that. Like, we do two ties, and it's already like, Oh, it's over now. You know, Liverpool are going to lose it. Like, we haven't even You're lost. Right there. You got, you got a game in hand. You have a game in hand. So, I'm very happy. Good game. Keep some momentum going. And uh, we'll see how they kind of show up and keep the title race going. Because at the end of this week, we are tied with Man City. Man City beating in goal differential. But we have a game in hand. Right. So, as long as we... Honestly, I like that. I like watching the table where we're second every time, and then you know, have the chance you to go back to first. It makes you feel like you're not going to throw it away. Yeah, I don't like feeling like someone's chasing you from the back all right. the time. Yeah, you know? I know so. Liverpool teams don't like that. Sometimes, well, we're not used to that. Yeah, sometimes so. people slip. Sometimes people slip. Yeah, well, not sometimes this year. the most important Liverpool player. <laughs> I'm, I'm the most important game. <laughs> the game after he tells you not to slip. Yeah, well. <laughs> Um, hopefully we'll see a different season this year. <laughs> I hope not. I hope you guys slip again. Well, I hope I hope the same. That on the, what is it? Twenty fourth of March. That's when you versus Chelsea again. It's the same uh, day. I don't know. It's the same day. All I know the is same this weekend, time, Man United is gonna get some sauce. I don't know. I hope you guys are pretty tired after that Bayern game. We'll be fine. Don't worry about it's it. It's all right. We don't have Martial Lingard, so it's gonna be a little easier for you, maybe. Yeah, you're gonna have Dufi Lukaku up front. No, we're gonna have Lukaku at right wing. Oh, even better. Yeah. Perfect. Might as well just keep on the sideline. <laughs> Might as well, to be honest. We'll talk about him another time, though. Uh, then after that, the man Bamba. Not Mo, ba- Mo Bamba, but Soul Bamba. Uh, Bamba puts in a goal for Cardiff City. Uh, makes it 1-0. Then the 91st minute, Jack Stevens 
equalizes 1-1 at St. Mary's. It's just so thrilled. We won the game. We tied the game. Well, we tied the game. Right. For them, it's kind of like winning. <laughs> and then, not until my man Kenneth Zahor had something to say about it. I wonder, what, I wonder what the keeper whispered when that goal went in. I bet he told them his mother Zahor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be kind of appropriate then. Yeah, right? It would be. <laughs> so, Kenneth Zakor putting it in, and Cardiff City is just... The, the ball went across all the defenders. Yeah. Literally everybody. It was like they were all having a tea party right in the middle of the box. And just puts it in. But that's huge, because that means Cardiff is one point above Southampton for relegation. Yeah, we. I think we both said Cardiff was going to stay down. Right? Last podcast, we said Cardiff was going to stay down. I believe so. Because I said... You kind of kept it the same three, but you just switched I did. Around. I kept the same three, but I said Fulham would be 18. <laughs> so, I mean, hey, good for them. Uh, you know, Fulham's not looking hot. Huddersfield, just see you later. Huddersfield, don't even bother back in the... Uh, but Southampton's back in the mix for relegation. It's a shame. They're going to get out. They're going to they get can. out. They can. They can. They are. Cardiff had two big wins that no one thought they would have. Great for them. Newcastle got a tie. You want to move on to Newcastle? Newcastle won one with Wolves. Yeah, it's a huge tie. Wolves were home. Yeah. And Dubrovka, again, making another mistake right at the end. He jumps up for the ball from across, and he, you know, mistimes it, misjudges it. And Willie Bali puts it in for the equalizer for 1-1, and Wolves we'll stay alive. They scored a, a couple of goals this year, and they, yeah. they're a part of almost all the goals. You know, it's a shame, though, because, again, you know, They've been playing really well, and they've just been getting some equalizers recently. You know, they could have been another four or five points up the table. So yeah. they're sitting at 39 points in seventh place, right behind Chelsea. Wolves, I think they're they, in they're most likely nice. just going to stay. Seven? They, they may just hover. You don't know. Chelsea could I mean, bottle it is a Premier this. League, yeah. Chelsea could bottle this. Oh, I can't wait to talk about that. Watford Everton, boring, boring, boring game. Watford win one nothing. Team goal Andre Gray, but let me tell you, Everton just horrible, horrible. They're gonna last five matches. They got to give Marcus four some more losses. Time. I don't think you sack him. Give him one more year. Give him one more year. Uh, to be honest, it just depends on what kind of team they want to be. If they want they need a striker, if they feel like they have a loss of identity. And they brought they in Marco Silva to change that. I, I, you know what I yeah. mean. Then keep him and push forward. But if you feel like you're just more of like I have all the players, it's just not working. Then get rid of them. Well, Ronald Koeman bought most of those players last year before mm-hmm. he got fired. So Marco Silva is left with all these players now that are freshly bought, and he has to figure out how to use them. Yeah. So those aren't the players he would necessarily want, and they. What, like four strikers last year or something like that? And mm-hmm. he doesn't even like any of them. And neither did Coleman. I mean, I don't blame him. So, I mean, right now, he's playing the young kids in the middle. You know, he's trying to figure out whether he wants Richarlison on the left or as a striker. It's just a, it's just a mess over there. He needs more time. Yeah, I mean, they have a good team. They have a lot of great players. I mean, they kept Idrissa Guy from going to PSG. So, clearly, they have plans with him. Yep. You know, you have Sigurdsson, Andre Gomez. I believe he's on loan, but he's still phenomenal. I mean, he's extremely, extremely good on the ball. I think they decided to buy him. I okay. think they decided to buy him. And then you have Richarlison. I don't think he's an out-and-out striker. I think nah, he's, he's more of a, a left or right winger, you know? Yeah. 
And their problem's really coming down to one striker. If we're just being nitpicky on positions, obviously they have other issues. I would say at least a striker, because Chektosan is not going to do it. And then they're playing John Joe Kenny as a right back. I mean, you're going to need better than that. Yeah. And you already have Leighton Baines and Jagielka, and they're really... I mean, Leighton Baines is 34 years old, and Jagielka is 36. I mean, how long are you going to hang on to them? I mean, they don't start. I mean, Michael Keane's been starting. Well, they were injured uh, anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Michael Keane's been starting with, I think, Kurt Zuma or something like that. Yeah, I mean... That's a good center back duo. And they still have Yerry Mina. You forgot about that. Yep. yep. So, yeah, they just have to... I think they need to pick up those two positions. And figure out a starting line. And the person that picks that up has to stay. So, if it's Marco Silva, keep him for the entire year. If you decide, hey, he's not the guy, get a new one this summer and just ride it out. Yep. So I think that's where they stand. David Moyes. You know, I um I watched something recently with uh Patrick Van Anholt actually. Mm-hmm. It was an interview and he was talking about his time at Sunderland. Yeah. And uh when David Moyes came and he said he's a good coach, but he just wasn't tactically the same as having uh Sam Allardyce. Yeah. So David Moyes coming in just made him want to leave. So mm-hmm. he actually went back to London. Right. And it's a shame. I mean, David Moyes just he's doesn't do well anywhere. You know, he made yeah. himself this reputation. He got Everton. He got picked by Man Sir United. Alex. Yep. And ever since then, I mean, he's just struggling to keep a team together. So that vacation money. So I, I, I don't know if I'd be really that ha- happy about him. Yeah. You know what I really liked? I used to like that guy Martinez. Oh, Roberto Martinez? Yeah. Belgian coach now. Yeah. He's fantastic. Also Everton coach. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I liked him a lot. So if you're going to bring anybody back. Bring him back. He would be the man. I liked him a lot. If Everton fans want that, sure. Why not? Yeah. So, so again, you know, Watford picking up the three points. And then Burnley, Brighton. You think they could? And they really would. They really would. <laughs> score two. Chris Wood with two goals. Who's Chris Wood? Good question. We still don't know. It's just the re- the regular name team. They all have regular names. <laughs> Cook me. Barnes. Cook me. Cook me something good. Like they're just McNeil Cork. Yeah, regular English names. I know. <laughs> so, but they're they're on fire right now. We have to give it to them. They're and on fire. and you know we started with the week with Noble, so we got to end it with Barnes. That's right. And Barnes puts Barnes in a penalty. So three uh, one victory for Burnley. And uh, Glenn Murray just taking another day off. It's all right, Glenn Murray. We forgive you. He can't be scoring all the time. Like I said, he's an old man. He needs to relax. He needs to relax. Then, finally, on to two big games. Spurs-Leicester. What did you think about Spurs-Leicester game? Did Spurs look convincing? Was it... Yeah, man. Spurs were good. Yeah? Spurs looked like they didn't need Kane. That's right. They didn't need Deli Ali. That's right. Son has, Son has picked up... This immaculate form where every time he shoots, I just want to I want to put on record yes. that Flutter just pronounced Son's name correctly. Yeah, for only the first took time. him. But I mispronounced podcasts. it the first time because it just sounds better when you say Son. Right. It yeah. has some accent to it. Some <laughs> out of the three letters that you have. Yeah. All right. I mean, it's not Kun. It's Kun. Oh, you're talking about a girl. Yeah. Okay. I was like, who the hell is Kun? So Son instead of Son. Perfect. Beautiful. Sure, he's anyway. He shoots, he scores like every time. He's yeah, such a great finisher. You know who doesn't Um, score when he shoots? Jamie Vardy. 
missed penalty. I mean, that's that's last week. That's rough. No. That's this week? Yeah, Lester Trondham. Oh, yeah, I forgot we had the 60th skip minute. Week. Yeah, uh, he, he gets put on as a sub to take a penalty. <laughs> he was on the bench. I know, the I know. That's he, terrible. He literally got put on, and he completely takes a terrible penalty take. They should have just let James Madison take it. He's he's hot. He's ready. Yeah, I, take I would it. say that would have been the best Why are you going to have Jamie Vardy come on and then take it? He's not ready. He doesn't even look comfortable taking it. No. But uh, Erickson had a great goal, left left side of the field, 25 yards out, left near post. Uh, Son with the breakthrough. Yeah, he know. puts the icing on the cake. Uh, I mean, his finishing is he, just he has, ridiculous. He has scored a goal in the last, what, five games, four games? One goal, Son, has scored in every single game since he's been back. He's, he's been scoring in every single game since very, he's been back. Yeah, he's Literally been carrying the team with yep. goals. Um, that's huge for Tottenham, not dropping any points while two big hitters are away for them. Um, you know what? I think the game Kane comes back, they don't score. That's interesting. Maybe the game Kane comes back, Kane doesn't score. I think Spurs will still score. I think maybe they'll score, will win another game by 1-0, but I don't know, son. As a starting striker, man, looks deadly. Yeah, he plays great, yeah. Looks deadly. I mean, they may even want to think about putting him and Kane together. Why not? Yeah, uh, Pochettino has a hard time putting two strikers out on the field, but it would be a good idea. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. I believe this was debut, Yuri Tillemans. You familiar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he didn't have a good game, I heard. Yeah, he didn't play that well. Yeah. So my question to you is, what do you think about him? Now, he's a 21-year-old, Belgium. He's always had a good reputation. Um, I've known him... When he was in Anderlecht? Yeah. Okay. So he was a lot younger then. He got his big move to Monaco. Now he's on loan to Leicester. Is he going to make any difference? Is he going to support Madison? I mean, for for Leicester? Leicester? Uh No. He's not going to make a difference. At all? None. I mean, that's like when they brought... uh, When Ronaldo Sanchez went to Swansea and you thought he was going to make a difference. That's fair. Uh, He didn't. He had a terrible time. Uh, I don't think... Tillman's going to have a better time than Renato Sanchez, obviously. Um, but I don't think he's going to have a big of an impact. He's an attacking player. He's kind of tiny. Um, I kind of feel like he's going to get pushed around. He's good with the boys. Good. He's a good passer. But See, my thing is, if he not, was... Not in this amount of time. I From think now if, to the end of the season, I was actually just going to say something like that. Anything. Yeah, I was going to say, if he was a transfer and... If, first of all, if Lester had a coach that they trusted, because that's a little... He's a good coach, though. I know, but I'm saying there is some issues with that already. Yes, yes. So, know. let's say you trust him. You already have to fix your striker issue, because Vardy and him don't get along. So, right. you have to pick one. Let's say, th- let's, say that's, let's say that's fixed, right? Then, you have to buy Tillemans. You can't loan him. Because then he'll be part of your plans. If you give him enough time, he's honestly a really good player. He's going to really bloom, so... I think he's a great influencer in the midfield, and he'll give some stability. And I think that would actually let James Madison kind of work the ball more. I don't think we're going to see that this season. But if they keep him for another season, you could see some really positive outlook on that. How tall is Tillemans? Do we know? Uh, I'll take a look right now. He's actually 5'10". He's kind of short. For soccer, it's not that bad. (sighs) That's pretty good. Young man, I, I kind of—he's I mean, a like, holding midfielder. I feel too. like I feel like your holding midfielder has to be big in the Premier League. Well, they have Ndidi. I know you know that. Yeah, Ndidi's pretty strong. So, what are they going to play a four-two-three-one? 
Uh, well, I mean, they've been playing a four-one-four-one. And you can have Tillemans as your one. No, they're having Didi. As Didi. the one and him yeah. playing there. I guess you could do it like that. It makes sense. I mean, and then they have Damari Gray. You could be on the left. You could put Vardy up top. And honestly, Gazal has has honestly been... He's very technical dribbler. Yeah. They so have you can good keep players. him on the right. They have good players. I think they, this team just needs time and needs direction. That's it. They just have to listen to their coach. That's what I'm saying. So whether that I mean, direction is... The, the goal they scored was really good. It was a great team goal. Yeah. No, I agree. Goal. That's what I'm saying. So, so, you know, if you just listen to the coach, you know, don't get a butthurt about it. They could be a good team. Absolutely. They could go, they could go to six. I, f- I, I feel like they're similar with Everton, except they're not really yeah. missing a lot of the players. Yeah. They have their players. So, it's similar as in, like, they're, they're they have a coach issue. Yep. But... I mean, they have they have a lot of the players that they need. It's and they not did, like they did also buy players and just realize, hey, this player isn't working out. Right, and that happens. So, so in that game, Spurs take away the three points, and that keeps them on the table at third, sixty points. So they're five points behind the top spot. That's they're pretty right impressive. They're right there. And now, finally, where I've been wanting to talk about all day. Man City, Chelsea. Solskjaer went to go watch that game to learn what oh, Chelsea are going to well, do in the FA Cup. He learned how the cookie crumbles. He learned nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he learned what he already knew. <laughs> they went from they suck to... They're they playing 4-3-3. They're going to pass the ball to Jorginho, and Jorginho's going to pass to the left or the right. I mean, where do you even start? It's honestly... I, feel, I think the Chelsea fans pretty much spelled it out for you at the end of the game with their chant. That what was, was ex- that? That was explicit. F sorry ball. Oh, is that what they were doing? I didn't. I didn't watch that actually. Yeah. At the end of the game, they were just all screaming, "F sorry ball." They're over it. They're done. Even uh, even one of the the dire- the director of the the football club was there to watch the game and see how the fans were. Jeez. Ah, I'm sorry. That was at the that was at the Chelsea Man United game. But yeah, after that after that debacle. I mean, think about it. Since the beginning of the year, you're Chelsea right now, right? You lose to Spurs one nothing. You lose to Arsenal, 2-0. You lose to Bournemouth, 4-0. You lose to City, 6-0. It's not this game. And then speed it up just a little bit. You lose in the FA Cup, 2-0. At home. You know what that all has in common? They They just can't score. But, I mean, there's more issues than that, but... I mean, in most of those games, too, they have possession. Like, against Man United, they had 70% 70 possession at points, and they just didn't have any opportunity to score. You can't have these players and just play like that. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of Louis van Gaal with Man United, how we had the ball, like, 80% of the time, but we'd just be passing it left to right, left to right, left to right. Yeah, there's no no purpose. Yeah. You're just passing. Who cares if you're holding the ball? I mean, like Jose Mourinho said, you can have all the possession you want. Honestly, but you're not going to get past. Looking at this team, if you didn't know anything before it, you wouldn't want to pick up any of these players. No. They're all playing horrible. I mean, you just want Hazard probably just because it's Hazard. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I'm saying beforehand, you know, if you've just seen this game, never seen him before, I mean, they're just playing terrible. Yeah, David Luiz is I mean, horrible. you could you could pick apart everything. I mean, look, you, you know, can't you can't always be hard on Kepa because the team is right. just crumbling. And he's a young goalie. Again, young goalie. there are some things you can't stop. I'm sure at least one of those, you could have better positioning and blocked it. Okay, fine. But I'm not going to put anything on Kepa. That's just starting from one spot. You move on a little forward. Now, Ashley Quetta looked like he forgot what right back was. Sterling took him to town. 
And David Luiz and Rudiger always do this thing where they forget to cover each other's back. Yeah. You know, one of them pitches in for the ball, the other guy goes to pinch in with him. Like, just keep your line. Yep. Above them. Again, the same problem we talk about every single time. Jorginho. I feel bad for this guy. Honestly, I just feel bad. He's a good player. He's just not... He, Hold on. Let me let me ask you something. So, Jorginho is Napoli, right? Uh-huh. And he was also on the team with Sarri. Every game, Sarri played 4-3-3. They're a great team. They had the same tactic. Sure. Playing the same way. Mm-hmm. This worked in Italian football. Right. They were second place. Sure. How come this isn't so amazing here? Because I think you have to just step back and look at who you have. So... You're sitting at Napoli, right? And your midfield is pretty much Jorginho, Allen, and Hamsik, right? Right. And Hamsik's your attacking guy. Right. And then Allen is your distributor, just like Jorginho. And to be honest, it doesn't matter which one you choose on which spot. You could play either of them, whichever spot you want. They're great. They're very like for like. Then you come to Chelsea, and you want to do the same system. Now, you know, you have... Some can argue the Loftus Cheek is more of an attacking player, right? right. But attacking. you also get rid of Fabregas, by the way. You say, "Oh, he's not going to fit with sure. us." Sure, but let's just say Loftus Cheek is your attacking midfielder. Yeah, that's fine. So maybe he could take the place of Hamsik. And then you have Jorginho and Conte left. The best CDM in it's the world. It's not the same situation where you just say they're like for like. You literally have the best center defensive mid in the world. There's you nothing to think to, about. You have to use him in this position. There's nothing. It's like you being it's like being the manager of Real Madrid when they won. The you know the last three Champions right. League just put the same eleven names down. You're good. You don't really need to overthink this. You just have put, to put Conte a CDM. Yeah. What's the big deal? I don't understand. And I feel so bad because this guy, a guy like Jorginho, it's not like he was the best midfielder in the world or even top ten before he came to Chelsea. So number one, I didn't even expect them necessarily start. I mean, obviously you look at the money and you say, okay, you know they paid a lot. He's going to start. Right. Just skill-wise, I don't, number one, don't expect him to start. Number two, I don't expect him to be the center of the team. Right. Like, I feel bad for this guy because if you put him in a situation where he could rotate, he could prove his worth nice and slowly through the season, great. You literally just set him up for failure by saying you're going to be the center part of the top six club and you're going to take the spot of the best CDM in the world and try and prove people wrong. What is the guy going to do? I mean... Why did you even need Jorginho? You had Fabregas. He could do the same exact thing. Jorginho doesn't even run for defensive positioning. Like, he doesn't... He's barely there to defend. You could have just had Fabregas do that, and Fabregas is a way better passer and more intelligent player. You know, there's there's a couple things to say about that. I mean, one, you know, Fabregas is getting older. I get it. You want to get someone right. that's like him. Okay, you could, you could somewhat same, say Jorginho is yeah. the same as in... Probably covers the same, you know, same amount of the pitch. And, but in this situation, you're literally forcing the guy to do what Conte does. There's a reason why Conte is the best of what he does. Jorginho is a very good passer. He's very composed. He's good at taking his time. He's not a guy who's going to sprint to defense, nope. grab the ball, sprint to offense, distribute. It's not happening. It's not his style. I'm I sure mean, Conte can pass the ball left to right. He has more assists than Jorginho this year. So, he, you know, Conte must be doing something I mean, Conte's right. showing that he's versatile. That's yeah, the only thing. But he still just put him at his spot. Yeah. He's more influential. Then Ross Barkley just played terrible. I mean, don't even get me started with Ross Barkley. He actually just got so tired of the scoring, he said he wanted to be a part of it. So he gave a through pass to Aguero. Well, before 25 minutes. So, and again... Man City were perfect. And again, 
my point bringing up with Higuain. Nothing. He had no distribution. I'm not, and again, I'm not. I'm not just saying you know it's his fault. But again, but it, it shows. wasn't his fault. You brought Higuain. Yeah. And you got to give you him. Didn't work with him. That's it. It's over. What do you mean? The the ball the ball's dead. Once the ball's you ca- dead. I'm saying. You know, people were saying Higuain's going to come in, he's going to score all these goals. Yeah, he did. But I said the reason why he's not going to is the team's not going to work oh, together. Yeah, enough. of course. And again, it shows it again. Oh, they so, have to. They I have mean, to. It's their job. At that point, they could have just put. I don't even know. Giroux. They could have put Giroux, yeah. Why not? Poor guy. So, you know, 25 minutes, four goals. That's just embarrassing. Well, really nice, all of them, especially Guerrero's the second one. I mean, they picked oh, them apart. Oh, goal was just they, they picked stupid. A, they picked them apart. Man City showing again that they're on another level to everybody else in the Premier League. 100%. They're on another level. No team's better than them. It shows. It doesn't matter about the points. They are the best team in the Premier League. 100%. You can't even deny it. The thing with City is the reason why they are considered the best also is because of the power they have in their rotation. Of course. Like, they yeah, could they just way better they could just bring in yeah, their have, bench players are have, just as good. Riyad Mahers I haven't seen since past December. That's what I mean. So, because, so, like, pound for pound, just top 11 players, Liverpool would give them a run for their money. But their rotational power is just stupid. It's insane. Like, Liverpool can't keep no, up with no, that. No, no team. There's no way. No team. So, Raheem Sterling, great goal starting off. Aguero, just I don't even understand. That goal was insane. Guntagan even just tap it off to him at the top of the 18 and just puts Guntagan it in the bottom corner. Guntagan scores some clinical goals. Like, yeah. He always just, he knows. He has pinpoint accuracy. He's a good player. And he's a bench player, too. He's a player that comes off the bench. Yeah. But this game, he gave him the start. He's a solid player. You know, shout out to uh, Zinchenko. Yeah, starting left back. He played very well. Good he for did. him. He did. I mean, with Mendy being injured and Delph, you know, not being consistent and also getting injured, he's filling in the spot quite nicely. Yeah. So Laporte could stay at center back. Yeah, I like that. You know, he's a young kid from Ukraine. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I mean, he's been playing. I like, I like um, watching that. Pep's actually been playing with young kids, which is actually pretty good. Yeah. So, you know, Zinchenko proved his worth. He played well. They went with Laporte and Stones in the center back positions. How you know? cool is that, though? Like, one of the best managers in the world thinks you're good enough to be in a starting 11. It's yeah. crazy, no? I mean, that's big. Yeah. That's really big for him. And, uh, you know, on the other side, you just saw substitutions that meant nothing. Putting in Kovacic, putting in Loftus-Cheek, putting in Emerson. My, just a little too late for everything. My favorite part was in the FA Cup game. When he put Zappa Costa in, and I think it was like the 80th minute. That's how you know it's getting desperate. And they're two zero down. He puts a defender in to play right mid instead of Hudson Odoi. No kidding. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, even in the FA Cup game, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer out tacticked. Sorry. Yeah. We played a four three one two. Mata played Cam. When's the last time you saw Mata play Cam? And he did fantastic. Mata was awesome that game. And, you know, Man United let them have the ball. They didn't do anything with it. You know, Lindelof had a great game. The whole defense had a great game. Hazard was nowhere to be found. Still in uh, Herrera's pocket. You know what Chelsea are missing? Players that actually want to play. He's been there the whole time. Danny Drinkwater. No, I'm just totally kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You can stay on the bench. (laughs) He's too busy drinking. What was the point of getting him? Did they need Conte to have like a buck buddy or something? Yeah, they were the two duo that, you know, won the It's like the the reason why Liverpool keeps loving. To keep Salah happy. I mean, I just don't get it. Conte doesn't even speak. He just smiles. (laughs) 
Him and Mane actually him and Mane, they, yeah. they communicate together, you know? They just smile at each other. Telepathy. Yeah, I mean, FA Cup, they lose 2 nothing. They literally feel the same exact team except put in Kovacic for Barkley. That's the only difference. Yeah, I mean, the FA Cup's closing down. We had Watford beat QPR. Um, Lampard's team getting knocked out, Derby County against Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millwall, the team that they think's going to, they're the dream team. The, oh, is that it? Yeah, yeah. Millwall's going to be the team that knocks everybody out. No kidding. They beat AFC Wimbledon 1-0. Man City obviously dominated Newport County 4-1. Wolves onto the next round. Maybe this could be a trophy t- a trophy year for them. That'd I would like pretty, that. That'd be That'd awesome be pretty crazy. Them. 1-0 against Bristol City. Swansea winning 4-1 against Brentford. Crystal Palace, great game against Doncaster Rovers where they won 2-0. And then you had Man United beat Chelsea 2-0. So I got an interesting question for you. Change it up a little bit. Okay. So we're getting close to the end of the season for championship. England 2. England 2 league. Uh-huh. Who do you think will get promoted? You mean England 1? Uh, well, oh, well, England uh, 1 would be Premier League. If you get if you So, like so that, second okay, division. Yeah, the yeah, the championship. Who do you think is going to come, or who would you like to come? How's that? Because, I mean... It, Right now, I'll tell you the table just so you know it. Okay. All right. So you have Norwich City at the top, followed by Sheffield United, followed by Leeds with a game in hand. So if Leeds win their next game, they're first. Then West Brom, then Middlesbrough. Any of them tickle your fancy? Um, The table's very close, I see. Uh, Leeds United haven't been in the Premier League since you could pass the ball back to the goalie and he could pick up with his hands. (laughs) Uh, West Brom, I don't really want to see them back inside. They're kind of a waste. Sorry, West Brom fans. Uh, Middlesbrough, I don't think they'll make it. I guess we're going You know who would be nice? Yeah, Sheffield United. It's been a while since we've seen them. Yeah. It'd be nice I to see I feel like them. they're such, like, a like full-breed English team. Yeah. Like, all their players is either from, like, Wales, Ireland, England, Scotland. That's they pretty much it. Like, the Burnley. whole entire roster. They're Burnley. Right. <laughs> they have Eastwood. So that's it. They just it'd be nice to see a team like that come inside. I would like that too. I wonder I wonder they're attacking team, they're a good team. Uh obviously no big big names, but you know, that that's that's the that's the love for the championship. And you know, Norwich, every time they come up, they really the last time they looked good was when they had Snodgrass. Another guy, Hoppelganger. What was the other game? They, had, I have no idea. they had like the long name team. Like they all had the long names. <laughs> I know Sawgrass. Yes. Yeah. It was this other guy too who was really good for them. Honestly, I wouldn't mind Leeds. It would be very cool you know, for them to get back. Only, there's actually one reason. I just want to see how he this specific player is playing. So uh, one thing that a lot of people don't know is actually Francisco Casillas on the team. Did you know that? Who is that? You don't know Francisco Casilla? No. The guy from Real Madrid. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool. That is cool. But here's the other thing. The one that I want to watch is actually uh, Patrick Bamford. You familiar? No. Who's this man that you're speaking of? Uh, Patrick Bamford is a 25-year-old. Uh-huh. You know, he's older, but uh, he was from Chelsea. Mm-hmm. And a couple years back, like in 2016-17, they were saying that like he's going to be the next big striker. So, I don't know. I mean, he's getting older, so this is the moment. So I really want to see what he would be all about. He could pull a Griezmann, you know, come out of the nowhere. He's pretty good. He's 6'1", so he's good for aerial attack, but he's also really good on the ball, and he has a good shot. So 
be kind of cool. Maybe he goes to Leicester. Could. Future future buy. Everton. Yeah. <laughs> you just don't, don't want to talk about nah, Everton. They don't. I feel depressed when I talk about Everton. Because <laughs> it's like my dark horse team, you know? Yeah. I always want them to do really well, but they never do. So, you know, that concludes Game Week 26. I'm actually really excited for the next episode, which we is waited. Champions League. I've been waiting, and I've been wanting to talk about well, it so bad. Well, we got to wait bad. for the last game. It's tomorrow. I know. It's I tomorrow. know. Tomorrow, uh, Man City plays Schalke, and Atletico plays Juve, which is going to be unbelievable game. I actually don't think it's going to be an unbelievable game. No? I think Juve going to go there, and they're probably going to score two or three. I don't know, man. I wouldn't really count them out. Atletico's strong. Yeah, they've been, I like how they, they were, play. They were weak against uh, Real Madrid recently, so... Hey, but in the past, they've shown time and time again that they could be I know. a team to be. They are a good team. You know? They are a good team. So, I can't wait to talk about all that because there's so much to talk about. Um, and I've actually watched the majority of the game, so we'll give you mm-hmm. some good feedback. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening. This was Above the Pitch uh, with Mike and Flora, and we'll talk to you again soon. See ya.